I don't remember what the the tune is. I don't either. Which well, is funny because I, I made it. I had. A, I thought of a really good intro too. What's the name of the show? Um, opinions are cheap. Oh yeah, opinions are cheap, and that's why we don't mind sharing them with you. I'm Cameron. This is my friend Chad. Chad, how you doing? Hello. Okay, that's good to hear. I asked how you're doing. You said hello. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't expecting the uh the, the weird pun for the intro. Well, see, that's the thing is I, I want to keep you on the toes. I want to keep our listeners on the toes. And this is our first episode, which means we've impressed everyone listening. We have. Mm. How many? How, where, where? Oh, yeah. This podcast is brought to us by, uh, I guess, Captain Morgan Cannon Blast. It was the lowest hanging fruit available. <laughs> Man, I haven't had Captain Morgan since college. It's a college drink. It really is. I've only recently discovered it, so it's like, oh, okay, I'll try that. Uh. <laughs> okay, that so seems need, like but, an appropriate response. Yeah, well, why did, to Captain Morgan? We just we started the show and then derailed immediately. So uh, I don't know, you know if we what? had rails to begin with. So yeah, we didn't have rails. So let's build the rails now. Uh, we, this is just we're gonna just talk. We're gonna talk about whatever. Um, how how was I like, how was your I like day? whatever. Yeah, how was what? my day was all right. Yeah. You do anything interesting? I'm at a weird. I'm at a weird position at work where I work kind of work for two departments, and both of them want me to work for each department full time. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of pick and choose the projects I want to do based on how fun they are. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it, it, eventually it's going to bite me in the ass because both of my bosses are going to get pissed off that certain things aren't getting done. But I'm going to ride this shit out as long as I can. That sounds like a good plan. Ooh. Yeah, work, yeah. Work's been kind of routine. I it's so strange working a regular nine to five job. I feel like not enough people get to experience the uh, the weird cliche of it all. I take it you're probably doing a lot of computer shit. Yeah, just like checking uh, emails, you know, managing I've got a, I've got stuff. A, I've got my little office with my pop finals on it, so all the normies will talk to me. Sure. Um, all the muggles. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna sound like a bazinga about it, yeah, the muggles. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so what? Yeah, I feel like a tool now that I said that. <laughs> well, I'll I'll be sure to edit that one out. I'm not gonna do. Nah, it. it's fine. I didn't yeah. expect you to. <laughs> <laughs> um. So today's topic that I sprung on you, I wanted to talk about nostalgia because I feel like that's really vague and generic, and it's what everyone's already talking about. It's also what the Big Bang Theory bases itself off of. Oh, you know what? Shoot, you're right. That's really... They just reference things. They don't Bazinga. tell jokes. They just go, you know... Uh, the Star Trek and the World of Warcraft drops the loot, and uh, Spock says that's illogical. <laughs> so this probably makes me sound like more of a tool, but I don't actually hate the Big Bang Theory. That's fine. At least the first... Well, handful I, of seasons, I think, here, are pretty And here's fun the thing. I think some people are really mean, but you don't... You're not a bad person for liking the Big Bang Theory. It's just that you can't say that it's funny when they don't tell a joke. Like, if they, if they reference something and you get the reference and you appreciate it, that's still fun, but that's not necessarily comedy. And no. what bugs me is people or that good go, oh, it's, the it's so smart. And it's like, it's not smart. It's just listing things and you're remembering them, you know? Yeah. 
I do think the first couple seasons had decent decent character moments. I'll, I'll give the show that. Uh, it's definitely gone on way too long, like most sitcoms. Yeah, do. and that's that's fair. I mean, and and, and you know, we really want to start off our first episode shitting on the Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, you know we're gonna play it safe. Uh, you know what's good? <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh man, do you watch Rick and Morty? Oh, I- I do watch Wicked Morty. <laughs> All of the other safe topics. <laughs> we got a million subscribers now. Swifty. Hmm. This is brought to you by Captain Morgan's Cannon Blast. Every time <laughs> I reference Rick and Morty, I will take a shot. Oh man. Um. So so back so back to the topic though. I, what really made me think about it was um. Everyone's talking about the uh the Sonic Mania game. Yeah, my brother's playing that. So I like it. Um, did you get a chance to play it yet? No, I wanted to get a. I wanted to play it prior to the podcast because I figured we'd talk about it, and then that didn't happen. I've I've seen it. I've listened to it. I'm really excited to play it. It looks like exactly like Sonic Two did on the Sega Genesis and Sonic Knuckles. Like it's perfect. Yeah, and I think um, my my problem with it is. I mean, I'm I may be the biggest Sonic fan that I know. I know I'm not the biggest out there, but I mean, you've read my fan fiction, right? Um, I want to say yes, but if I did, I don't remember what it was about. The one where like I invented my own parallel to the Chaos Emeralds, and there's like a parallel dimension with Kingdom Hearts and Hank Hill. I did not read this. No. Oh, okay. I'll send that to you after the I show. I swear to God, we we've talked about it though. I think very I've, I've brought it up a few times over the years. There's a musical number. Um. I'm sure I didn't I know you got that. this far into it, but I feel like no. <laughs> it was always a joke when you brought it up, and not a project. It's still a joke. Let me make that clear. Okay. Um. Yeah. But what I really like about Sonic Mania is the new levels, and really, I mean they they do such a good job capturing the feel and the physics, and and introducing so many neat, you know, exciting stuff that I get frustrated when they do a retro level. Like really. I, yeah, it's like you start off on Green Hill Zone, and it's like, oh, well, yeah, they kind of have to do that. Let's get through it. And then there's a neat boss at the end that's new. It's like, okay, that was fun. And then you go to Chemical Plant Zone. It's like, okay, I I don't like water levels. I don't I didn't like this one on Sonic 2. And I then, don't remember uh, that level being that much of a water level. There's like one part where there's a shitload of water. Yeah, but I mean, as a kid, it's like you get stuck under, like you fall off the platform once, and it drops you in the middle you're of fucked. it. And it's kind of... I mean, it's not a bad level because in the- that game, but I don't. I, I bought Sonic Mania because I wanted a new Sonic game, and when sure. like a third of the levels are new, it's a little annoying. It's it's interesting because I know because my brother's finished it, and he's told me like the remakes that are in it, and one of them is uh, Lava Reef, and so I'm really excited to go back and play Lava Reef because that's one of my favorite Sonic levels, and so the idea that oh they they've brought this back and updated it is something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I wanted and- to find a more pretentious word than that. And and the other thing is what what they do very intentionally is the first act is like a almost a one for one uh walkthrough of the level, and then the second act is like a new remix where they'll they'll throw in new things. So like chemical plant, uh they they add a new chemical that's like bouncy. So depending oh, on the cool. color, you'll bounce a different height, and it's it feels new, and the music is new, and that's all. I mean, it's neat, but it's still chemical plant zone. And it's just kind of sure. everyone's praising this game so much, and not enough people are complaining about the 
just the ratio of new to nostalgia stuff where I think the last two or three Sonic games to come out had a Green Hill Zone. You know what I mean? Right. Well, uh, I'm not that surprised. I mean, the last really good Sonic game other than this one was Sonic Generations, which was built upon nostalgia. Hey, look at all these old levels. Let's remix them and redo them. Yeah, and that was welcome at the time. But then, like, the game after that was, like, the same thing where it's, oh, oh, was nostalgia it? cells. Uh, uh, do do the, the same levels again. Do it, do it one more time. Do 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 it go good again. No, no, one more time. What, what if what if what if you make your own character and you run around a Green Hill Zone? But by that game, I mean I I feel like Green Hill Zone's maybe getting a little old because it's it's sort of like the first level in almost every Sonic game. Yeah, but Sonic is like Sonic Two was the first video game I ever played, so I don't mind the new ones bringing that up because. Those are really good memories and feelings, and so as long as they they are careful and respectful, I'm on board. Yeah, and and I think respectful is a key word because they have to be respectful of the the medium itself, but also they have to respect the players. And when they're when they're uh, giving this to their hardcore fans that know Green Hill Zone, they know their players have played Green Hill Zone eighty times now. Sure. So. I mean, not that it's a bad thing. It's just me personally. Uh, I watched the trailer and it's like, look, there's these old levels, but look at this new stuff. And I was kind of expecting a higher ratio of new things. That's fair. The bosses are all great. And I, I can only comment. I, I can't comment too much because like I, I haven't played it yet. I'm I'm really excited to. But I got I got switch other games I'm playing and I try to be somewhat sequential with with them. Yeah. I'm very bad at juggling things like that. Oh, you know what I hate is uh, Hydrocity. That's like the worst oh, level really? from Sonic 3. I guess I like that level because I always played it as Tails, so I could skip all of the bullshit. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I'm playing Mania as Tails. And whenever a water level like that comes up, it's like, well, I'm glad I didn't pick it normal because I probably would have put the game down. I plan on playing Mania as Tails because I'm a special kind of furry. I realize my other podcast, that would be... The, the, other, the other podcast I do, that would have been a funny joke. With, with this, it's more of just like, oh, is he actually, or is 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 that a joke? But now it's just canon. Yeah, and I'm just confused. <laughs> oh, we're 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 all we're all a little confused right now. These are strange times. Oh, we oh cool. I forgot. I found my lost. Oh shoot, I lost this. I got my Destiny Two uh, Rockstar Energy Drink bottle cap here because I'm gonna get double XP when that game comes out. Woo! So d- does that bother you at all? That game's do shit like that you know it, it used to but what's the difference between that and then a super mario happy meal at mcdonald's i suppose i i mean it, and i don't mean that in a way to shut down the conversation because i'm sure there's somebody out there that likes or dislikes that but it, it well it's kind of like dlc where people are like oh these these video game companies i just spent 60 dollars on a game and then they want more monies for my video game and i gave them the monies already and say like, well then don't don't give them more like if you're limit 60 just stop there stop complaining about it other people can do what they want right right and then just like you know, if if they're charging 60 dollars for a half made game then don't buy the game if you're upset about it and then if you're happy with the 60 and don't want to spend more then don't spend more Right? Yeah, I've I've never been too. It doesn't bother me the DLC. I I tend to just never buy it. The only time it's annoying is when you have a multiplayer game and all of a sudden you get new maps and it fractures the uh, the player base. 
Oh, yeah, that, that actually killed Call of Duty for me. Um, I remember when... Oh, man, I got a sunburn real bad the other day, and it's finally starting to peel. Just picked off a giant chunk of skin nice. from my back. Anyways, um, when Aliens just... Radical. When Aliens vs. Predator 3 came out uh, back in 2010, I bought that game, and I never got the DLC levels. And that had a small enough player base where it was really a problem if one of these popped up, because either you went... Either you, you basically you never saw it because if not, not everyone in the, the party had it. They wouldn't load, and so people would buy all these levels, and then they couldn't get them because not enough people bought them, and it was a complete waste of money. Yeah, there's there's not really an elegant solution. No, outside of other um, than giving them all for like free they, and then trying to recoup the cost for that elsewhere. Well, you know what? I mean, have you played any For Honor? I have not. So I I really like that game because it has what I like about Call of Duty in terms of how the maps are laid out. But then it plays like a fighting game where it's all melee attacks and you really just you lock on 1v1 with somebody and you just try and counter them. And uh, what they do with their DLC is all the maps that come out, those are just free for everybody. And then the characters, like you can buy the season pass and you'll unlock the characters early and you get to be the only ones using them. But eventually they unlock in a way where you can earn currency in the game to unlock them. Okay. So what they do is, like, they put all this stuff out, and they keep building on it, and they keep making it appealing to buy the season pass, but they never lock anybody out of the, the multiplayer. Like, the new maps come up just as often as the old maps for everybody. Okay. And I think it's it's been working a little better. I mean, some people are going to complain about that game, too, but as, as far as a business model, I think they addressed it right. That seems fair. I'm at a point where I know video games are... They're hard to make. They're really expensive to make. And if you want them to keep costing 60 bucks, you've got to put up with some of this shit. On the reverse, you'd like to think these big companies and corporations could budget themselves better. So there's definitely arguments for and against a lot of the bullshit video game companies do now. I play so few games, oh, yeah. I just I kind of don't let it bother me. And then, like, what we spent most of our time already talking about Sonic Mania, and that game costs, like, what, $20? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, very fair. Everyone agrees. I'm curious to see if that'll be the the model going forward. I think it's the best. Uh, I think it's the best reviewed Sonic game in years too. Probably, but if they're going to keep making like games like Sega will keep making Sonic games like this for twenty bucks, versus going, oh, this worked. Let's try to do another uh, Sonic Adventures game. We'll, we'll bring that gameplay back, which would oh, be oh, you know what? Funny. That's actually uh, that's my worry. Like to bring it back to the nostalgia again, is is the success here going to make a Sonic Mania two? And then Sonic Mania 2 is just more retro levels. Like, are they going to interpret this as, oh, those guys, they just love Green Hill Zone. Let's just make a whole Green Hill Zone game. There are so many levels from the Sonic games I like, though, that it's one of the, I honestly wouldn't be upset if they released a whole new thing where it's just remixes of old levels. Because I would, I would be totally fine playing that. Okay, that's fair. But I won't. And I will protest on GoFundMe.org to stop Sega from ruining my childhood. Um, uh, this angry rant was brought to you by Captain Morgan's Cannonball Blast. <laughs> there's there's fifty there's fifty shots in a barrel and fifty barrels in my gut. Hmm. Mm. Oh, that's good cannon. I I don't know. I can't believe you bought Captain Morgan. Uh, I, well, I wanted the coconut one, and they didn't have the coconut. Oh, that stuff's too sweet. It's getting worse the more I drink it. <laughs> well, we talked about Sonic. Did uh. Was there anything you wanted to to talk about as long as we're on the topic of nostalgia? Yeah, have you ever read the book Ready Player One by Ernest Cline? Ah, uh, 
No. It sucks. Don't. But it- I well, <laughs> I mean, a quick story before you go into it though. Um, I thought Ready Player One was a documentary about video games that was like funded on Kickstarter, and I've been waiting for it to come out. Oh. So then I heard Spielberg's attached to it. Well, that's gonna be cool, and so I'm looking forward to this trailer. And then it's like, oh, this is some sort of work of fiction, and I got so disappointed. And that was just me being stupid. But um, Ready Player One at its core is just like a really cynical use of of nostalgia to to try and create a world <laughs> without actually creating a world. It, it's sort of everything wrong with nostalgia is in that book. Um, and then the the sequel, or not the sequel, but Ernest Klein's follow-up book Armada is is somehow worse in that regard. And it's really it's really interesting that a person can sit down to make a thing and be like, if I reference stuff people like, they will like this book. Now I say that knowing fully well that going, well, if Sonic releases old levels I like, that works for me. And I, I wonder if, I think the, the, the difference is probably one of respect, where I don't believe Ernest Klein respects what he's doing. He probably does, or at least thinks he does. But he's not doing the nostalgia grab in a respectful way. He's just throwing names onto onto his pages and hoping something sticks. Whereas Sega are going, hey, people like Green Hill Zone for this reason. How can we repurpose it so it's new but old and that fans will still like i don't know if i'm talking in circles or not but there's your 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 salty and sweet with with sega being the sweet yeah that's a good way to put it i mean that and that's that's also the vibe i i was really upset when i watched the trailer and there's like a, a hologram world with the iron giant i don't care but when i i finally got over that and i went back to watch the trailer again and give it a fair shake I'm watching it and I'm just thinking like what's what's the point of any of this? Like I I don't know that uh that referencing all these things actually makes anything a better story. So it's like yeah, they have to find the center of No Man's Sky or something and it's like okay, that's neat, but why is the Iron Giant there? Like what does he actually contribute besides giving people something to talk about online? Right. And I mean the the book is framed in a way where it- there's this online utopia that everyone has access to. The guy who made it was obsessed with the 1980s, so he threw that shit everywhere. And then when he died, he set up a treasure hunt, and if you found his treasure using 1980s clues, you'd get you'd own the game. I don't know how legally binding that would be in the real world, but this was a dystopian uh, young adult novel, so whatever. Yeah, and it's just it reminds me a lot of a Second Life, where. It's like you give everyone the freedom to do whatever they want, and there's going to be like one creative person doing something neat, and then there's going to be a bunch of people that don't know what they're doing and walk around with default avatars, and then there's going to be people that are ripping models from World of Warcraft, and they're going, look, I'm a Lich King. And it's like, it's so disjointed and weird and stupid that I can't take the the movie seriously because all I see is like a, a Second Life movie. The, the funny thing with the book is that you could tell Ernest Klein has never played an MMO or something like Second Life because he establishes certain things in this book that you, if you... Like, like one of the examples is uh, the main character is broke as shit and he finds this, this area for the first clue and he, he gets a lot of money from completing it. And then the next day or the next week it resets. But he doesn't go back to get the money again. 
Whereas if this was an MMO, you'd be like, I'm going to farm this once a week, and I'm going to get all this money, and this is going to be how I make money. And indeed, no one ever thinks to do that, because he's never played something like that. And so he's got these MMO rules in this game that he's created, and then no one follows them how a normal person would follow them. Oh, did you ever watch Dot Hack Sign? Uh, no. They, I mean, I, I liked the anime in terms of the story that was made. But they they do, like, they avoid so many uh, logical, real-world, like, game problems. And they just, they completely disregard just logic on how games are designed for the sake of the story. Mm. And it's like, that's fine, because it's telling a compelling story. So you don't stop and think about, like, hey, wait a minute, if he died, he'd just have a res timer and it would be okay. Like, it, it never comes up. Sure. And then when you watch Sword Art Online, it's like they spend so much time on fan service and designing the game that there's no story. And it's like, look, they this is how they navigate the menu. And look, when they click on log off, it doesn't work. And that's spooky. And it just comes across as stupid. Yeah, I like the idea of someone be like, you know, the most important thing in a video game is navigating the menu. So we're going to spend quality time explaining that instead of developing our characters. A little bit. <laughs> the The sequel's funny, too, because it's like there's another video game, so it's not the same game. Right. And it's a shooter instead of like a fantasy world thing. And so this detective kid who solved the first mystery, he's like, the the police contact him. He's like, there was a murder in this game. You have to help it because you know video games. And so he logs in and he's like, oh, I don't know how to play this. I only play melee. And he had to go like find a sword because he doesn't know how to use a gun well. And he's like building this agility character, and all the char- all the all the characters around him. I was like, "What's that level one dude doing? He doesn't know how to play the game." And uh, whoa, he dodged the bullets. Is and he a Mary so, Sue? Because he sounds they, like it. You know, more so. Actually, you know what? Yeah, he he just is across the board. I mean, that's in an anime way. Like, it's okay. I just don't think the story has much depth to it. Sure. I always thought it would be a, a funny idea for a story if you had like like a a group of people in high school where they get revenge on people by going into the, playing the video games with like a, the bullies and then beating the shit out of them and it gets like really big where they, they become this like this multi-spanning game guild they're like you got somebody you don't like we'll play their call of duty or destiny we'll we'll kill them real good and we'll send them a message and, and they'll stop fucking with you and it being this really stupid um young adult kind of <laughs> Bullshit. Did you ever see? Did you ever see that horror movie that it all takes place over Skype? No, but I I saw trailers for it and it looked awful. Do you, do you, do you know? Do you want me to spoil it? I don't give a shit. Go ahead. This is uh, it, it, the whole thing is like somebody logs on because like somebody in a circle of friends, uh, somebody killed themselves, and then their Skype account logs into the group chat, and everyone's like, "What? What? What?" Why'd that, why'd that name show up? What's going on? And there's no video. And it's like, what's going on? And then people start dying because they're getting possessed by a ghost and like killing themselves in dumb ways. And then it turns out the girl that died, she killed herself because her friend uploaded the video of her pooping her pants at a party. And she was so embarrassed that she had to kill herself. So she's taking revenge out on everybody on Skype. Oh, that's the, that's the reason, huh? That's the twist. I don't know if it's really a twist and more just really stupid. I can't even remember the title of the movie right now. It's so... It's so dumb. <laughs> it's just... I don't know. Young people, I don't know. Yeah, I have to... 
But that movie was really cheap to make. Oh yeah, I mean, and honestly, I think it made enough money to cover the like the thirty dollar budget, so they're good. I mean, it, good on them for being good businessmen. I'll, I'll give them that. I will. I want to be fair. That's <laughs> our uh, opinions is cheap motto. We will always be fair about your opinions. Okay. I'm fine with that motto. Wait, what was the other thing? We talked about Sonic. We talked about uh, the last subject was anime, right? Kinda. No, we're talking about Ready Player One. Yeah, we... Um. <laughs> Did you say everything you wanted to on that? Yeah, I think I really enough. You other than I could be, I could nitpick that piece of shit all day, and it's even it's a little unfair calling it a piece of shit because there are somewhat redeeming qualities to it, but not enough to justify it. It's just one of those books where enough people like it that it pisses me off, so I have to like go the other way. Like, no, it's the worst. Even if it's not the worst, the sequel is the worst. Um, but Ready Player One itself has, yeah. The adult in me is like, no, you gotta be kind of fair. It's not the worst. Oh, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Oh yeah, that they had a new one of those out this year. Well, no, it was a HD remake, Close which enough. is cool. But it was uh, it was released on like the last day of June, and it was literally the best selling game of June. Really? Like in that one day, it beat out all the games released that month for their month run. Yeah. Here's the thing, when it comes to the, the re-releases, how do you feel about those? I think it goes back to my DLC argument, where it's like, you're not allowed to be offended by it. If you if you don't want to spend money on buying the same game a third time, then you don't have to buy it. Right. I, I think it's uh it can be frustrating when, let's just say you're waiting for a new Crash Bandicoot game, and it's like, oh, instead of making a new one... They tried to remake the old engine and then didn't do it right, and they spent all their time doing that to make a game I've already played. And so I could understand how someone would theoretically be upset about it, um, but more disappointed than angry, you know what I mean? I just, yeah, I remember when, when it was started becoming a thing, being like, that's stupid. Who would who would buy games they already own? You already have the systems. So all you gotta do is plug them in. And now I'm at a point where I don't want to grab my old systems and plug them in. So I'm just like, I hope they like do another a remake of like Gears of War 2. Because the first one was great. I got to play that again. And I got to be fucking lazy and just download it oh. to the console. Oh, no, they did. Of 2? I thought they did. I don't think I they thought have. it was the first three games. No, it was just the first one. What? Why? It was like 40 bucks, and it's it Gears of War 1, and then it had like uh. the, the secondary stuff that got cut out of uh, the main version when it released. There was like a level or two that didn't make the cut. I don't know. I got uh, I have an Xbox 360 plugged into my living room TV, and I have a PS4 plugged into my bedroom TV, and I want them to release Metal Gear Rising Revengeance on the PS4. Just so I don't have to go out to the living room and play that copy that I already own. <laughs> and it's the one game I think I'll say that about, but I admit that I'm willing to do it if I'm really big fan of it, you know? Sure. I haven't played that yet. I keep meaning to buy it on PC, and then I, I just haven't. One of these days. I I am a big fan of Captain Morgan's Cannon Blast. I don't know how much this costs, because I was kind of blacked out and I woke up with it in my hands, but I gotta say, the journey's been real. How many have you had now? Because if I, I could pour myself another glass of bourbon. Well, I don't count. I'm just drinking out of the bottle, oh. and it's not the same size every time. 
Oh. That's ah. that's a little more hardcore than I'm doing. Well, it's also, you know, maybe not as safe. Yeah. See, I'm drinking fancy oh, pants oh. bourbon, so I gotta like you let you pour it in, you let it breathe a little. Oh well, well of course. I were I have Captain Morgan. <laughs> it's it's no loss if I drink it wrong. Yeah. Uh, you ever mix Captain Morgan with uh, orange soda? No, that sounds really nice. It tastes like a dreamsicle. It's actually really good. I think my favorite uh, easy drink is the uh, uh, the Jack Daniels with the apple flavor, but you mix half ginger ale. Oh, that sounds pretty good. I would probably just drink that straight. It's, but it's oh, I mean you can, but on a hot day. Uh, I don't know how hot it gets where you live, but it's like, it'll be 8 p.m. and I'm still sweating, and it's kind of like, I could chill out with one of these. Well, I live in the Midwest, so it gets flaming lava hot in the summer. But not like desert lava hot. Why? But lava reef zone hot. Yeah, there we go, let's bring that back. One of my go-to drinks lately is, one of my go-to drinks lately has been the uh, White Russian, vodka, uh, Kahlua, and cream. For those, everyone knows what's in a White Russian, but good stuff. I don't want anyone to think that I'm cool. Uh, on on my computer desk, I have a lot of Mike's Hard Lemonade. Mike's Hard Lemonade's pretty good. Yeah, but it's um, that's that's where I'm at. I'm I'm one of those people. Who I like to drink the microbrew stuff. So I, there's actually a microbrew version of Mike's Hard Lemonade on uh, close by. Uh, it's a cranberry lemonade uh, by Sand Creek for those in Black River Falls or Wisconsin because that's where it's brewed. And that stuff's really good. It's also like. Five percent, I think, instead of three. Man, you gotta you gotta come out to uh, San Diego. We have so many microbreweries. Yeah, I would love love to like visit you. Every grocery store just has so much. And hang and drink some microbrew. Oh, man. We should, dude. Oh man. Oh, you know what? Well, here's a promise. We'll do that for our 100th anniversary episode. Okay. After we've been doing this for 100 years, I would like we'll make trip happen. <laughs> As I said, I'd like to do that sooner than that, but. <laughs> well, yeah, but this is a we'll, we'll put that on the Patreon when we get you know when we get plane ticket money once a month, we'll just do that. Okay, uh, was there there was another nostalgia thing going on? Uh oh, okay. So I went to Comic Con last year, San Diego Comic Con this year. Okay, this year and last year, the theme at Nickelodeon was hey, do do you guys do you remember Rugrats? Do Remember Angry Beavers? We here's a here's a Ren and Stimpy bag. Do you like Ren and Stimpy? And for some reason, they won't talk about their new stuff when they're at a public event. It's like, hey, hey, uh, look, it's uh, hey Arnold, look, it's it's Ariel Monsters. Remember Doug? Man, fuck and it's Doug. super weird because they don't. Well, they don't show any of that on the show though. Like the station is just SpongeBob. No, yeah, and then new stuff that fails. But whenever they go out public and they try to get attention, it's like, hey, remember good cartoons? And so apparently they're only now going to start doing some of these older cartoons. They're going to do a Hey Arnold movie and a Doug movie and a uh, what's the other one? Um, Rocco's Modern Life. That's a weird one to bring back. That was a that was a bizarre ass show that that might be if you exclude Ren and Stimpy. Rocco might be my favorite Nickelodeon cartoon. Really? Yeah. And I think uh I think that really informs my more mellow sense of humor of just like sight gags and consumerism jokes. Sure. Um it I <laughs> and and just as a cartooning fan, I really love the guy behind it. He was a snarky dude. 
I'm I'm definitely all about the uh, the SpongeBob. Not the new stuff, but like the first like three or four seasons and then that first movie well, are, are great. I don't think anyone can really say that that stuff was bad. I think everyone has a different line they draw for where it got bad. Right. But everyone agrees the good stuff was good. Man, I want to watch SpongeBob. They stream it on YouTube. I have the first three seasons on DVD. Yeah, uh, you would. <laughs> uh, look at this guy. He has discs. It's funny because my computer, I have a Blu-ray player on my computer, but I don't have a program on it to play Blu-rays because Windows 10 is the worst. Right. <laughs> well, I know. I don't, I don't actually own a Blu-ray player besides my PlayStation. Yeah, that's where we where we go. I own four Blu-rays. I own more than that, but they're at my parents' place where they actually have a dedicated Blu-ray player. <laughs> so if I want to watch a movie, I just go See home. Me as well. <laughs> We're one of those weird people, too, where we, we get the Netflix as DVDs. So like once a week we get a movie, and we go, we oh, all watch yeah. the movie, and we mail it back. We don't stream. No, that gives you a good selection. That's actually a good service I think people forgot about. I, I really enjoy it. It's nice to get like a bunch of people <laughs> Wait, together to watch a movie. You brought it back to Netflix, though. What's Netflix coming out with? Uh, uh, Stranger Things. Remember the 80s? How about now? Do you, you, you didn't live through the 80s? Well, this is what it looked like. I never did watch that. I heard it was good. Oh, no. I mean, it was... I, I'm making fun of it now, but it was good. But I think it got overhyped. Mm. You, you have to have realistic expectations. Sure. I like... Uh, I don't know. When it <sighs> comes to watching stuff, really streaming stuff, my, my whole thing has been using the Crunchyroll app on PS4. And just, just, just weebing out. Are there any good anime? I think the only thing I like is old stuff now. I've been really enjoying My Hero Academia. Is that the one with the frog? The frog lady? Yeah. She's yeah. barely a main character, though. So if there's, like, weird porn of her and she's really big online, she's actually well, not Well, yeah, a... I mean, that's all I know about the sure. character. That's all I know about the series is just that one character. Yeah, no, she's a, she's a, a side character kind of at best. She doesn't show up too much. The, the the plot is it's a everyone's got superpowers but like the main kid and he wants to be a superhero so he goes to superhero school and then he ends up meeting like the greatest superhero ever who gives him his superpowers but the kid doesn't know how to use them so every time he times he try he like breaks a limb and so it's him trying to learn how to use superpowers where everyone else knows how to use theirs um so it's a, it's an interesting take that way on kind of the shonen trope because you know he's eventually going to master it and become like the best, but right now he's not. Yeah. And so it's fun watching him fail and actually struggle at learning and being the underdog. And a lot of the side characters are really well done. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun. And Studio Bones is animating it, and they know how to do a fucking fight scene. You know, it's kind of like the first uh, like the first season of Bleach. Where it's like, oh, this is a neat concept, and then it just kind of, oh, that was the only good idea you had. Okay, sure. We'll just, yeah, let's 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 make more filler than actual episodes. Let's do that. Man, Rukia got fucked. She went from like this badass female in like the first twenty episodes to I'm the damsel in distress. Please come save me. On repeat. On, oh, it happens more than once. We stopped that episode sixty. I. Well, you know what's what's kind of weird is uh they keep. Dragon Ball Z has this problem where they'll have like a power level cap where it's like this is the strongest person in the galaxy and then as soon as that person gets defeated it's like it's supposed to be neat but then there's someone standing right behind him that's 100 times stronger than that sure. and they keep raising the cap and it gets to the point where like there's there's characters that could kill Frieza in like a blink of an eye 
but somehow Frieza's terrorizing the galaxy. And if you if you ever like when you do a second watch through, it becomes confusing. Sure. Like if if you pay attention to that stuff a little too closely. I feel like closely. the bigger problem with Dragon Ball Z is less the power creep and more that all the characters suck. Well, it, there's that, and so that's what happens with Bleach is they gave us compelling characters, but then it has the power creep problem by a million, where it, it just it doesn't make sense. Every I don't single know how fight compelling the opens characters with Bleach are. I feel like Ichigo is well, pretty it's, boring. It's, <laughs> it's mostly uh, exposition, yeah, and explaining the lore because it's like, oh, the physics don't apply here because we're using willpower. It just looks like you're punching me. What is me it with anime and because willpower? that's what we're gonna do for this episode? That's an honest question. And, and then see, uh, it comes up a lot, like resolve as the. the I'm sorry, what I, did, I didn't. Wait, hear what's that with last what's one. with anime and willpower or resolve? Well. I think it's kind of a, it sounds racist, but it's kind of a samurai thing where if you're disciplined and focused, that makes you a better person. Okay. So it's like, it's like, yeah, you might be physically strong, but I know I'm right and there's justice in the world. So that means I can overpower you. It was, it came up a lot in Hunter Hunter or Hunter X Hunter. I'm not still not sure if you pronounce the X or not. There's debate there, which is weird because it's not a very new anime. No. That was that was an interesting one. I've really watched a lot of anime lately. Uh, it all started like two years ago when I, I found out they finished Inuyasha, which was one of my favorite animes when I was in high school. I was like, I'm gonna rewatch Inuyasha and then see the ending to it. And then it was just been all nonstop anime since. I mostly enjoy what I watch. Uh, if nothing else, anime is really easy to make fun of. So you get the the mystery science theater thing going. Oh yeah. Uh, did you watch the uh, the Dragon Ball Z movie Resurrection? F? No. Well, they bring back Frieza. Of course they do. And it's even stronger than before. And it's, I mean, it's a fun movie. And I'm going to, I'm going to spoil this one too. So everybody, everyone at home, I want you to cover your ears and count to five. At the end, Goku's about to stop Frieza. And then like one of Frieza's henchmen pulls out a gun and shoots Goku and he dies. (laughs) And it's like, I do this when I first watched it, I did this double take. And it's like, he, he didn't just get shot by a laser gun and fall over, right? It's like, it made me wonder how uh, everyone's just doing kung fu. And it's like, oh, wait, guns are still better than punching? Why are we punching? Like, the the earth is going to blow up. Why don't we just pull a gun on the guy? Right. And it, it, it was just, <laughs> I couldn't believe that that's how they end it, you know? It was weird. We live in a. I mean, it's a good movie. I recommend it. But eh, I don't. I have no interest. To, to me, I like Dragon Ball Kai, Dragon Ball Z Kai. I, I will watch that. It's like the definitive. But if I'm gonna do Dragon Ball Z, I'm just gonna watch mm-hmm. Team Four Star, Team Four Star stuff. Because I feel like that is like the best yeah, version yeah, of the show. That's fair. You can enjoy it. And remember, our opinions, our trash motto is that everything's fair. Uh, hashtag uh, be inconvenient. Oh man, <laughs> did you see the inconvenient sequel? No. Oh man, talk about mystery science theater. Wait, it's it's. Imagine two hours of Al Gore talking about man bear pig. Like he just doubles down on the 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 fate of the universe is on our laps, and you guys are not listening. Is that the the, the sweet the sequel to the the climate change thing right it's it's yeah and he's still talking about climate change well, like he, he i'm i'm a fucking screaming <laughs> liberal so i would probably enjoy that 
It, it would be we, crossing well, my arms and nodding problem. solemnly. Well, I mean, and and this isn't, I really don't mean this as a political thing. This is more of an Al Gore is a saddled man thing. He he has this vibe that he's much more important than what the topic is. He's got a very interesting and way of like, speaking, and his voice does not he, help he him. He does. Al Gore has always been a character, and it just seems like he's doubling down in his older age. And so whether or not you take his science seriously and the facts he's presenting, the way he presents them don't help his cause any. I haven't seen it, so that might be a fair assessment. I never saw the the first one either. Well, I just I think it's kind of funny to go see that in a movie theater. It's a weird concept. I would never go see a documentary in a movie theater. I don't that doesn't appeal to me at all. Don't even like half the movies I see Is in the movie founder theaters. Documentary. I'll watch that. That was good. Oh, The Founder. That's on Netflix. Go watch that. Everybody at home. Not Chad. <laughs> oh. Okay, there was one more thing I wanted to say before we close out. But what was it? We're talking about nostalgia. We're talking about all the great things Nickelodeon's not doing. Um, Did you have anything else? Uh, not really. At some point, I want to bitch about Alien Covenant, which I feel like is almost a cash grab at nostalgia because they had to put the word alien in it to sell it but but i want <laughs> you know that's actually that's a good i point. want more than 10 minutes on um, that oh yeah i i actually i want to talk about that too um so you know let's talk about alien next week well yeah i'm, I'm done i got that. some stuff to say um oh you know what that that's what started the whole nostalgia thing back when uh chad and i were talking about the mega blocks last week they start selling alien. I still need blocks. to fucking go buy some of those. Holy shit, Mega Blocks! So, so I yeah, I stopped by Walmart, and uh, they 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 only have Star Trek left. All the Alien and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, Doctor Who Mega Blocks are all gone. The fuck is with their website? And it's just Star Trek, and it's like it, it's so weird seeing them like here's these knockoff Legos, but also it's Captain Picard and a Borg. And an alien from Alien vs. Predator. Okay, let's try this again. And this other thing. And it's just so... It's such a bizarre toy. Because it's like, this is not for children. Children don't know any of these properties. This is for me. I'm 30. I'm buying children's toys because it has Star Trek The Next Generation on a sticker. Where where can I buy this? I see the... Walmart. I don't want to go into Walmart. I don't like Walmart. Toys are us. Just go to... I don't know. Where do you buy your Walmart. toys? Walmart.com. How many toys do you buy a, a oh, day? Oh, man, I don't buy very many. I'm I'm debating back and forth whether I want to pick up a Yondu figure to have for my Guardians of the Galaxy. Which one's Yondu? Is he the guy from the movie? He's the blue guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm on oh, Walmart.com looking at Mega Blocks now because this my is life podcast is a material. goddamn trash heap. <laughs> Join us on our exciting journey to Walmart.com. What will we find? Typing in Ooh, we'll find Mega us. Bloks Alien doesn't doesn't give me what I want. Oh, I'm sorry. A lot they're of not Halo called Mega Bloks. They're, they're called uh, Mega Constructs with an X. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, they changed the name. Pokemon Charizard figure. God, that's hor- <laughs> that's horrifying. Let's scroll oh, past you should that. Look up the uh, War Turtle. There's a Destiny ship. Oh yeah, I bought I bought a Destiny guy. Um, just one of those little dress-up sets. I didn't get, like, a full, you know, spaceship or anything. The freaking Xenomorph's 14 bucks by itself? What kind of horseshit is this? Uh, that shouldn't be. I think that's maybe a reseller. Only three left. 
show all the sold and shit by Toy Wiz. God damn it. Why, I want to buy shit from Walmart, not from everybody. I don't even want to buy shit from Walmart. No, just just go to Toys R Us. I'm sure they got it. All right, well, ToysRUs.com. <laughs> well, it sounds like the podcast is pretty much over. So, yeah. Uh, and, and this is what I want to do. Every episode, I want to end on a happy note. So I want to call this segment Glad Space where we say one thing that we recommend that's very nice, and we don't say anything negative. I'll go okay. first. I want to recommend that everyone go to Walmart and buy one of those, uh, they got these Reese's Peanut Butter Cups with Reese's Pieces inside the cup. And I, I want you to eat it thinking about the commercial where someone's like, hey, you got Reese's in my Reese's. Well, you got Reese's in my Reese's. Well, together they taste like Reese's. And that's a very nice thought to have. Yeah, that sounds pleasant. Um, you know what's great is ice cream. I've been, I've been eating, I've been eating chocolate gelato. It's really good. So go buy some gelato. Not, not just regular ice cream, but, but gelato. It's, it's, it's the car of ice cream because it's got auto in it. <laughs> that forced laughter was brought to you by Captain Morgan's Cannon Blast. <laughs> make sure that you make your mistake today. Now that's a better slogan than whatever we came up with earlier. <laughs> well, this has been uh, Opinions Are Cheap, and so are we. We hope you have fun with us uh, tomorrow when we sneak into your house while you're asleep. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>